ESPN LA 710. Welcome to the experience. I'm Fern Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Today we're talking about robotics. Intro to Robo, April 25th at the Galen Center, at the USC Galen Center. And for more information, log on to livingadvantageinc.org. Executive Director Pamela Clay, you're going to tell us all about Living Advantage, Inc., what they do, and why. Welcome to the show, Pamela. Well, thank you so much, LaFarne. I'm so excited to be here today. You're a longtime colleague, friend, and you have been doing so much great work, and I'm so happy to have you back on the show. Tell us about Living Advantage, Inc., and what you do for our community. Absolutely. Well, we're 20 years. Woo, woo, woo. 20 wow. years. We're excited about that. We just got a, a phenomenal recognition from Congresswoman Karen Bass, who is the national spokesperson for foster care. 20 years of being able to provide um, services and advocate for foster youth. We started uh, just a little history. We started with two group homes. Um, Orange County, L.A. County, back in 1996, and uh, there were two six-bed homes, one in L.A., one in Carson, I mean, excuse me, one in Orange County and one in Carson, and uh, from, you know, being able to provide, um, I want to say, alternative services to foster youth, meaning that we identified what their needs are, what their wants or once you, I think, once you, when you're working with underserved or at-risk population, it's really not about where they need to be. It's really kind of what is, what is it that they want? We always address their want. What is it that you want? And then from there, when we are able to kind of match their want, then it's, okay, you know you have to go to school. Of course, you know you have to get your medical checkups. Of course, you know you have to be respectful. That's kind of how Living Advantage works. We, 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 we work with them at where they are, and then we mm-hmm. help build their character. We help build their academics. We help build their, their career, um, you know, opportunities. And so today, 20 years later, um, we are actually vendors for Department of Children and Family Services. So not, it's not only that we have a couple of group homes that service 20 or more kids, now we are vendors for over what twenty five thousand kids in LA County, uh, foster foster youth. We have wow. we are contractors with um, LAUSD, LA Unified School District. So we have the opportunity of servicing over seven hundred thousand children. Um, we also have a contract with probation, uh, LA County Probation Department, where we have systems navigation where we, it's adults, but also juveniles, where we actually have referrals that we help navigate through the system. When they are probationees, they come out, you know, the, the um, like, you know, incarceration, being incarcerated. We actually help them navigate services. We develop a goal, a plan, and then they're able to, you know, get housing, get their medical, go back to school, get a job. And so we're very proud and we're very honored to be able to service LA County and our at-risk uh, underserved population. So Pamela, that that sounds like a whole lot and so let's break it down. So you have the group homes. Within the group homes, um you you have foster uh foster kids living there, correct? Well, well, here's the thing. We've, we've expanded, meaning that the group homes now we've dissolved because now we service all of Department of Children and Family Services. So we don't house them now. Now we give direct service of where they are. So let's say all of the kids that are in L.A. County that are in uh, foster care, we're able to service them all now. So, so uh, And uh, the services we provide are educational, tutoring, mentoring, um, case management, um, you know, resources, um, how to transition um, from foster care to, you know, uh, independent living, um, Mm -hmm. how to make sure that they graduate from high school on time, 
you know, to ensure that um, they're, they're, again, their wants are met. Like if, if, a, if a kid is interested in playing for the band at school, how do they do that? How do they, you know, get from, you know, not attending school on a regular basis to being a band member? So right. That's Living Advantage is considered a support service for foster youth in underserved population. And you, um, along with that, you uh, really stress science, technology, uh, st- STEAM, we're yes. saying now. And on uh, Friday, April 21st at USC, you have the intro to Robo. Talk about that. Absolutely. Well, I want to give kudos to uh, Ms. Julia Cooksey. She has been instru- uh, you know, just instrumental in uh, the last six, seven years of working. She was a, a former Verizon. Um, now she's a Frontier. And, I mean, just technology um, is so important for that population. Think about it, the generation that we're working with. Yes. I mean, they literally, they're technology, they're techies, okay? They're born knowing so, about technology. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They don't even know. Like, they probably can't, I'm, and I'm just as a joke, they can't even spell technology, but they're so techie. You know what yeah. I mean? They are, yeah. they are true techies, right? They're born into this age. Mm-hmm. And so when Miss Julia decided, she said, you know what, Pamela, we, we want to see uh, – uh, STEM, right? STEM, science, technology, engineer, and math. We want to see robotics. We want to see uh, you bring that to the underserved, to the 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 um, population that generally doesn't, uh, not only not have awareness or information, but don't pretty much don't have access. And so now we've we've we call it STEAM. We've added. Um, arts and ec- agriculture to it. So we call it STEAM now because mm-hmm. when you think about um, people of color, I'm just going to, you know, be be very uh, transparent here. You talk about people of color, they're more artsy, right? They're more artsy. They're more in the music. They're more in the drawing. They're more in the poet, po- you know, be, being poet. And then agriculture, you know, we have to start adding those things that are part of our culture, part of our being. Um, STEM is uh, uh, usually, I think it's the the the, the, the statistic, and and I'm 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 really in a high area. The statistic is um, Caucasian, Asian, um, of course, higher economic uh, uh, being, and it's usually ninety ninety five percent. When you talk about Steve, it's usually five percent people of color. Certain ethnicities mm-hmm. are not privileged and or don't just just don't have access or understand how how it plays in your everyday life. So what we're doing, and usually when you talk about robotics, which is and let people know, robotics is the inventions. That those are usually like the um um the electric automatic um, vacuum cleaner, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, robotics is um oh gosh the flying. The flying aerodynamics, yeah. <laughs> uh, the plane that you know can identify certain areas. It, it's 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 usually the inventions that come from STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, right? And so, when you think of that industry, usually uh, the, the the young people in school, it's usually always a competition. It's usually always the people that are getting the A's, A plus, they are honors. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a bunch of our kids, unfortunately, generally are not on honors and or they don't have the, you know, the, the straight A or the the um, economics to be able to participate in that field. And so that's where Living Advantage bridges that gap again. We expose the people in our community um, in the USC neighborhood, which is your yes. highest population of um, uh, low poverty, um, you know, uh, low poverty population. And so we expose them at, at, at this phenomenal USC has been so instrumental at um, um, funding this uh, uh, intro to robo event. And we bring hundreds of people there yearly to understand what, it, what it's about. 
Yeah. And like, so, and yeah, I, it's, it's, it's been very, um, um, just amazing that the, the two entities, you know, um, USC, our community, they're coming together at a level where we can um, expose people to STEM and robotics. And uh, it's a free event, and you can find more information at livingadvantageinc.org. Um, as the USC Civic Engagement Intro to Robo STEAM, uh, again, Friday, April 21st at the Galen Center. So tell us what we're going to experience when we, we oh get there. Oh, my gosh. We, we, the premise is to engage our community in understanding how it can build your academic level and how it can build your careers. So yes, our kids are exposed to science, technology, engineering, arts, agriculture, math, medicine, you know. So if you think about being a doctor or if you're thinking about agriculture in the in a sense of um you know, being able to produce, you know, mass you know, of uh, 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 groceries and food for people, or if you're thinking of being an art, or if you want to be a, a computer science, uh, 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 you know, a techie, if you want to um, make mobile apps, one of our hosts, he is, I think he's 19 now, he has a multi-million dollar mobile app, several, excuse me, he has several mobile apps, right, multi-million dollar, and they, it's, it's, all about understanding how it plays in your day-to-day life. So if you don't, if you don't understand robotics, you want to come and see how every day you're a part of robotics, how you're a part of robots and and in mm-hmm. and technology and engineering. If you don't understand what science is about or how it relates to you academically, academically and or professionally with your career, come to this event. We're going to have different STEM. Um, STEM exhibits, and we're going to have um, many different uh, robotics inventions. So, and it's free. You have a carnival style where you have the, the you know, the colors. Mm-hmm. You have cotton candy. You have free popcorn. If you register now, if you go to Living Advantage, INC dot org, and you look up Intro to Robo, and you click on the register. You can be eligible for the free VIP lunch. So not only do we take over Galen Center and we're in the founders room, it's so such a beautiful uh, place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, not only if you do that, you can also be eligible for the free lunch. So then you get to see some of the people who participate in our programs, who are instrumental in our community that really um, support Living Advantage and, you know, underserved foster youth, underserved, you know, when we talk about mm-hmm. underserved, it's just a population of people who don't get access to this. So if right. you don't get free lunch, if you don't have an opportunity to be at USC on their campus, you want to come to this event. Definitely now, give us a call. Three, I'm going to give you the number. Okay. 323 731 Okay. Thanks, Pamela. So do you bus in uh, the foster youth as well to come to this event? Absolutely. Um, we have uh, a foster youth from different, we have them come from different areas in the community. They come to the event. We have USC family of schools that are participating. And then with the LAUSD, uh, um, you know, uh, contract, we work with other schools in the area and, you know, like, Prime example, Hollywood High um, is a STEM is a STEM uh, school. They've been to our event. We have Stillmar in the Valley. They've been to the event. So please, if you, you know, doesn't matter what school you're, uh, you know, you're involved in, you're more than welcome to attend. So tell me about your relationships with these schools and how that works. Absolutely. It's interesting. We are a support system. So we literally walk onto the campus and we ask the counselor, the principal, what do you need? Where is the biggest where's the biggest issue? We are a dropout prevention. So we're not intimidating and I and I stress this to my tutors, I stress this to my case manager. I don't even though we test the kids and we find out what level 
of academia they are. But it's not really about that. It's really, I'll give you an example. One of our, uh, one of the kids that um, they had referred to us um, literally had not been in school for over a week. And we, we, we finally, you know, they, the school did call. They were following up. But we followed up with him and his mom. Come to find out his mom was ill. So he was taking his mom to the hospital in the morning. And then since he was being so late to school and they kept kind of, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you're, at, you're, you're being asked too many times, you're going to end up failing out of school or dropping out. You can only have up to 16, you know, um, tardies or absent, absentees, and then you, you fell out. So he kind of gave up. He figured, is he going to pick school or his mom? Mm-hmm. So what we did was we advocated for him. We found out what the problem was. We explained it to the administration, and guess what? They excused his first period, and now he's working with us. We're helping him with his classwork, his uh, testing, and so he's able to still stay in school. He's able to still take care of his mom, and now he's way more confident that he will be able to graduate. That's excellent. That's how we play a part with the school. It's, Mm -hmm. It's about really finding out where our kids are, and then meeting them there, and then picking up on the academics, picking up on the, you know, trying to be on time in school. Now, don't get me wrong. We know some of our kids just don't want to be on time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> don't get me wrong. We know some of the kids don't feel like doing the work. Now, don't. Yeah. But guess what? Our job is to figure out how to engage them. Like what you're mm-hmm. doing right now, LaFarne, you're a big part of what we do every day. Because you're letting the community know that we're here and that we're all, we're considered an alternative way of learning. We 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 help the kids understand the importance. Okay, so let's say they don't feel like doing, they don't like the teacher. That that happens all the time. So yes. what we do is we we work with the teacher and work with them on let's meet in the middle. So I guess we're. You know, not just advocates, but we're count. You know, we're like, uh, what do you call it? Um, um, what is the word? Intermediaries. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where we, where we work with both parties and we uh, mediate. You know, yes. where we can both have a positive outcome on the end. And so you yeah. have no idea how when a kid is failing in a class and you're thinking, you know, it's going to take a whole half a semester to get them up, you know, to to a grade of passing. Sometimes it literally takes a week or two. I mean, it's just that I'm not going to say it's simple for us because we've been working with this population for 20 yes. years. Yes. But it's really just figuring. Like, in other words, we figure out what the issue is. We have tutors. We have case managers. And we just figure out what is the issue. Let's fix it. So yeah, we go in and identify the issue right then and there. And we call it instant gratification on both parties. Well, Pamela, that's like it's it's not a blanketed approach across, you know, all the foster care youth that you come in contact with. It's a individual approach. And a, a, yeah. a lot of organizations that I, I see are now taking that approach uh, when helping our youth here in Los Angeles and around the world. Um, it's I think it's been it's gone on too long that we just put a blanket approach over every issue and say, Hey, this is going to solve your problems. No, let's see how, what we can discuss and how we can do it together. Absolutely. That's it in a nutshell right there. That's it. We totally agree. And we've been doing this for 20 years. So I think that's why we have such a high rate of success. I think that's why, um, letting our community know that whatever support, you know, is available, that it can help bridge that gap faster. Yes. Um, what changes have you seen in the foster care uh, system that um, that we uh, that people that may not know about, you know, California being one of the highest foster care systems mm-hmm. in yeah. the U.S.? Tell us about some of the challenges and um, changes. Well, you know, 
I like I like how you kind of put that question. I like it in one sense, and then I don't, because you know, legislation uh, kind of sets the pace for changes. And it's not, you know, one of the things in the last few years is that our kids can emancipate. They can age out instead mm-hmm. of 18 kind of being booted out of the system. Now it's 21. Um, but still, that, yes, that helps our kids in some sense. But overall, it has it, it puts a Band-Aid on some of the issues. Um, there's not a whole lot of real strong changes that makes an impact that 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 reduces the high stats of uh you know homelessness incarceration and unemployment for our kids there's not a whole lot that has that has been done but just like uh it, it, again you guys please everybody laugh it's <laughs> the government you know the government way where moves everything moves really slow mm-hmm. you might take three steps forward and then you take what Two steps back, unfortunately. Um, You know, we as a community have to make that change. We have to be be, be advocates and be strong and and go in and be aggressive on making those changes. And my approach, uh, Living Advantage's approach with partners like USC, um, with um, Southern California Edison, with Weingart Foundation, they're, you know, they're making the change by being able to support the way that we um, are able to service. Mm-hmm. And then we do have legislation uh, that has been passed, but now it's appropriations. You know, now where do we get the money to do it? And I'm not going to talk, uh, and I probably, I'm not, you know, I shouldn't even say the name, but, you know, now with our new president, mm-hmm. you know, Every day is different, so we literally have to sit and kind of, um, we are still doing our job, you know, um, right. as being, you know, the, the 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 community's eyes, ears, but um, we don't know what a lot of federal changes are going to happen, and with um, having appropriations to be able to better service uh, this population, you know, that's definitely going to be, you know, up in the air. Right. Um, So what do you do to stay inspired and stay on track with your goals for a living advantage? How we stay inspired is that we see we we work with an average of about three to five hundred people a year. Right. Young, young adults, um, foster youth in school, at risk youth and what inspires and keeps us going is that we see it work. We when we get our when we get our data back. Let's let's say if we work with three hundred people, um, like because we have different programs. So let's say one program is three hundred folks, right? And when we see our statistics come back, where instead of uh, only fifty, you know, excuse me, forty eight percent of the uh, youth graduated from high school, we have seventy eight percent graduated. That's what inspires us when we have the kids that, um, you know, still come out and talk to our group of kids that they've they've received their vital life records. We haven't talked about that where a large percentage of of our kids do not have access to their their identity. So I know we all take it for granted having a birth certificate, having a social security card, and a photo ID. If you're a foster youth and you move around, an average of 20 times before you become an adult and move out, you don't have access to your birth certificate. You don't have a social security card. You cannot get a photo ID. You can't get a California driver's license. Therefore, you have no identity. So they can't go get, and they can't go get a job, right? Because you need a social security card to get a job. Right. You can't enroll into college because you don't have access to this information. Where when we have our kids that gone through our program that now can advocate for themselves and they go out and start advocating for others and start explaining how now they have, you know, three jobs and they're in college and they have their own apartment and that's what inspires us. When we see, I mean, we have one, Michael, Michael's been working with us for about four years now and just real quick, he didn't have his information 
and we, we, we were able to provide him with his vital life record. And from living on the couch uh, at a friend's house, you know, to, I mean, he's a manager of his, of his employment and where he works now. He's the manager. Great. He's graduating from college. He has his beautiful girlfriend and he's driving and he's, and he's so, you know, just strong and, you know, and, and, and self-confident that self-efficacy right. involves, that's what motivates us. That's what yeah. motivates us. We're excited. And again, you have the intro to Robo at the USC Civic, uh, USC Galen Center, April 21st. And it's a free event. And for more information, you can log on to livingadvantageinc.org. Now, you have a lot of people coming on board. Um, you, you mentioned Edison. How do you work with uh is it MIT and the lab? Yeah, well, MIT and the lab, they are our entertainers, and they help bring young people that um, are either in the entertainment industry or in the technology industry. They bring young people peer-to-peer. So when they come on board, the kids see how that their um, arts, arts is, you know, singing and dancing and entertainment, right? And when our kids, we have two or 300 kids that are in the room and watching these these other young adults that are in college and are they're out uh, uh, touring the touring the country with their singing and their dancing, mm-hmm. and they help sponsor this event to bring not only the young entertainment, but they you know they're mm-hmm. DJing, they're they're bringing the kids have a red carpet, they have backdrop they got they have the the photo ops and so um matt mac and mit and i mean these people are just phenomenal in really bringing the what do you call it the bling bling to the to the <laughs> event yeah the kids I'm have left. so much fun they they just excited that's cool uh pamela with how well you've been in the foster youth uh system and industry, I I guess I could say, for 20 years. Uh, Have you seen a shift in the way the foster youth are um, engaging um, in STEM? Or have you seen that they are attracted to this in a way? Oh, wow. Oh, they're they're completely attracted. I mean, they're engaged, they're excited, they have fun. But that's why we need our, you know, um, like Edison. They they they've, they've really been instrumental. But you know, we need more funding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we love our wine guard, and they've been instrumental. We need more funding. So you know, we have the people like yourself. We so appreciate what you've done to get the exposure out there. But the funding is where we can actually take more kids and then follow through. So, yes, they come out. Yes, they're engaged. Yes, they want to be a part. So then after that, now that they have the, the, the exposure and that they've participated in some activities, how do we keep that momentum going, mm-hmm. right? How do we keep the, How do we get them as part of a, a robotics team? Or how do we make sure that their grades are high enough be part of the science, the science lab, or the engineering, you know, group. How do we make sure that they're going to college to take on these aspirations? So right. that's where, that's why Intro to Robo is so important to participate, to help us engage these youth, and then from there, you know, just just to get more uh, financial support to be able to carry it out for a larger group of people. So who do you go to to help uh, financially? Uh, I'm assuming that you have to go outside um, instead of the government funding. Like if you go outside for sponsorships, what's, how do you Yeah, who are some of the, we, you know, corporate, we have corporate sponsors, you have the banks, you have our businesses in the community. I mean, you're talking, we have a, a campaign, it's called Action Hero, become an Action Hero for foster care. I mean, if you literally um, contribute, uh, you know, $10 a month, you have no idea what impact that makes on our kids. 
So it's just a, a conglomerate of people that need to come together. You have your foundations, your corporate sponsors, your um, banks, your schools, your individuals, individuals. You might not be attached to, uh, you know, some major entity. However, your individual contribution is so important right now. So that is how we, we, we keep this process moving forward. And I know that sometimes you – um, are given tickets to a game and you're able to bring uh, foster youth to, I, I believe you had a, uh, went to a Clippers game and a hockey game. Tell oh, us about wow, that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I, just recently we, we get, we get a UFC. I know a lot of people, Hey, fight on, fight on. Right? <laughs> we get right. a, a really great tickets. Uh, a lot of the sports events for UFC. Um, of course, you know, uh, of course, the, the Clippers, the Lakers. So it, it's really when we get these opportunities, it's really letting the kids um, get exposure to seeing what what it really is about. It's mm-hmm. one thing, to, you know, to be a fan. Let's say you're a Clipper fan or a Lakers fan. But it's nothing when you're sitting there at the game. You're talking about getting inspired. <laughs> These kids getting we, – we we had a hockey – like the hockey game was so fun because we had a couple of the female group homes that uh, were reluctant in going. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my thing was, well, girls, guess what? It's going to be a whole bunch of cute guys there. You're talking about perking up. You're talking about <laughs> saying you get free hot dogs, you get free, you know, free, mm-hmm. free uh, popcorn. You're talking about when they left that game, they were so – they had never been at a hockey game. They understood now a little bit about it's a guy's it's a guy's sport. So guess what? There's gonna be some guys there, and they mm-hmm. had fun with integrating with other people that they're not accustomed to being around. So that gives them, you know, more uh, confidence of oh well, I've been there, I've done that. So right. that's why these sporting events and and the the concerts are so important for our, our population, so they can be a part of our community. Yeah, um, sharing the experience, and that's one thing that we always stress. You know how how sports can engage uh, kids in a way that other activities are unable to do, and it's Absolutely. more it's more than just you know going out on the court and playing. There's you know a business behind it. What's happening, um, uh, you know, behind the scenes that is is making this happen. You know, so yes. It's a great learning. Yeah, it is. It's a great learning. We would one of the things that um, it would be, you know, we are looking forward to when um, we we uh, increase our budget revenue. Right, mm-hmm. is the consistency. So I think that if we were able to get season tickets for the for the Sparks or for the yeah. hockey or for can you imagine if we were able to take our kids and they're a part of that scene? Like yeah. when we had our group home in Orange County, my kids would uh, apply for Disneyland and that's very Farm. And I would literally have them be more um, exposed to how the park works, the engineering component, how the concession mm-hmm. stand makes makes. Uh, just a phenomenal amount mm-hmm. of revenue for that particular organization, mm-hmm. you know, and then the kids understand how it works. Right. That has been one of the things that they, they, they're thinking it's just roller coasters and fun. No, no, it's not the actual admin, administration, the, you know, administration part. It's the actual makeup of the whole amusement part. Right. So when we, our budget gets larger, that's how we're going to in, engage and incorporate how our kids can have a better quality of life and, and when they're pursuing their careers. How is it when I, I know you want to stress um, self-reliance and um, ways that foster youth can advocate for themselves. Tell us some of the things that uh uh, foster youth may learn or you may take them through to to get them to that point? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess it's the process. Uh, so uh, we can go back to uh, um, my, my young man, um, Mr. Michael, 
that was living on, you know, living on someone's couch and could not, he tried for quite some time to get his birth certificate. He just couldn't get it. So we take him through the steps together. So we show him how you speak to someone, how, how do you, instead of calling and saying, I need my birth certificate, how do you, uh, you know, get, get from asking for it to actually receiving it? Sometimes it's, hi, my name is Michael. What's your name? <laughs> oh, great. Hey, guess what? You know, I've been really trying to get my break. Is there a way that you can assist me? It's just small, small things. I was speaking with my my tutors, uh, and we we call it alternative education, right? And I was explaining to the tutors, yes, I want you to take a test and know the level where this kid is at. But guess what? When you walk into the to their teacher's room and ask for their their assignments and what is the most, what's the next test date they have, and you and you and when you go in and talk to Miss Teacher, you actually say. Hey, Miss Teacher, um, I want John to be your A student, and I want his behavior to be up to par. I need to know what we can do to to solve that problem, you know, to fix this. Mm-hmm. And you, the the whole what do you call it? The whole shift changes, yes. right? Right. Because it's not about oh, Johnny is not doing well, and you know, um, we need to, to to boost his his academic level. It's hey, ma'am. We need to for him to be your your number one student. Right. We need to get his test. So it it's just showing the kids how you can frame your dialogue. Yes. And change your change your demeanor to get better results. But you know, it's kind of interesting if we start approaching things when we have conflict. When we, if we approach things like you you know, uh, Miss Smith. I have a problem. I'm wondering if you can help me solve this, you know? Yes. And if, if we just start approaching things like that, it, I think a lot of the miscommunication would dissolve away, but not only that, the, the conflict, like, you know, we have workplace conflicts and um, I was talking to a young man yesterday. Uh, He started a new job and he was like, uh, I already, I'm fired. You know, I got fired. Why did you get fired? Well, I showed this guy my tattoo and he slapped me on my tattoo <laughs> and I punched him out. And I was like, he, he physically slapped you. Right. And he's like, yeah. Right. I said, but that gentleman is in a think, feel or a feel, react type of situation. So yeah. how do you get to where you know you rise above that and you get to the level where you're able to handle handle those types of conflicts yes you know yes well, and it, well it's, I give it's you, not taught no it's, it's not and that's it's so funny i was just telling my uh, we had a, a staff meeting it's called building uh, values and morale building the, the you know um, building the building their morality, building their values. One of my kids, she, uh, you know, she she um, she does, you know, use profanity, and she feels that most teachers are, you know, uh, not, you know, they don't like her, and she's very disrespectful. So what I did with her, I was like, and this is what I do with a lot of my kids in different ways. I say, let's be an actress. I told her, let's be an actress. She said, well, how to do that? How to do that? I said, let's be an actress. You're going to act like you like her. <gasps> well, I said, no, it's just an act. We're just going to see if she changes how she acts. Just act like you like her. So when she says something to you, you're going to say, yes, ma'am. Mm. Something, you're just going to go do it. You're just going to see if it changes anything. That's all. Let's just try for a week. That's all. No big deal. You know, you cuss her right. out next week. Don't cuss her out this week. Right? And you know, right. no, it's just, it, and do you know, she was like, Miss, Miss Pamela, Miss Pamela, oh my God. She was really nice to me, and she gave me, and I actually did the work. I went in and did the work, and she's so nice. I got an A. I wow. was like, really? She was like, I, yeah, I didn't curse her out. I didn't. <laughs> and, and even the, now, then the teacher is like, what did you do? What did you say to her? Because she's never been nice. 
And so now the teacher is overly nice to her because now she's overly nice to her. Yeah. So it's just I, 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 I teach them to be active. Be, you know, you're cool. You're, you're a gang member. You got tattoos. And, and you're, you are super cool. But when mm-hmm. you go in and get this job, you're going to be the, the super geek. I don't know how to be a geek. Just act like it. Be an actor. Denzel Washington, he's acting on. And he makes millions and millions of dollars <laughs> off that acting. I right. need you to make your money, and I need you to act. Act like yeah. you got some sense. Right? Just act like it. You ain't got to have any. It's irrelevant whether you have some or not. But if you act like it, right. What's... the whole, everything changes. But isn't that the thing of like fake it till you make it? So many people are faking it till they make it. Make your way to the top or fake your way to the top, you know? Wait, so, wait. How many people, okay? <laughs> Is that, that's the reality. But you can't explain that to the kid at that point. He's trying to get them. I'm just trying to get them to just for a, a couple of moments. I don't. I, I don't tell them to... I want you to get an A, or I want you to be this perfect student. I just want you to act like it just for, and I want I want you to see the reaction you get. I want I want to know how you feel. You see, just I just it. want you to get a feeling. I don't I don't care about me as a teacher. That's irrelevant. I want to know what you get out of it, and then that's when you get that they get it. Like they kind of oh wow that was easy. Like right. oh I can do this. And the next thing you know, it's five years later, and they, they got it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and there's also, like, some people, you know, that may be going through difficult times, and you see very successful people, and you're wondering, oh, my gosh, their life is easy. I don't know how they get it. They got there, but I know that my life is really, really hard at, uh, right now, and I'll, they don't have the vision that, maybe that person had to go through a lot of things too to get where they, yes. maybe that person yes. had to do a little couple acting jobs on the side <laughs> just to make that paycheck, you know? Absolutely. 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 That's what they don't understand. They think, because you gotta, I always say this, I've been saying this for 20 years, ever since I started the group home, the box that's square. Now it's a rectangle. That box, that square thing, that rectangular, that, that radio, that TV, it, it, it's a false sense. It's a false sense of being. People don't get it. That is not real. What you see there, those 30 minutes, like you, you, you remember when um, Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana, had went through so many issues because yeah. they were trying to put her at, you know, she's this good girl. She's, she's uh, Miley Cyrus. She's had, no, she's Hannah Montana. No, she's not. She's playing a 30-minute section sector of what you guys cut and paste or who she, of what you want her to be on this show. That is not her. What makes you think that's her? People right. always have this. The box is deceiving. It's not real. So if you want to watch TV, I'm not saying I want to see, but don't, don't think it's real. That's, you're setting yourself up for failure. When you're listening to the radio and you're listening to the lyrics, and all, that's not real. You have no idea what these people do, what they've done to be able to get to that point. Right. So, so you look, you're, 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 everybody is faced with false reality. Mm-hmm. Everybody. You see a person driving a Rolls Royce or driving a BMW, you think, oh, my God, they got a maid. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're living out of that dark car. <laughs> right, okay? exactly. So you have they no have idea. Have. You don't. No yes. Yeah, you don't know. So please don't think that it's great. Yes, it's a beautiful car. Yes, we all want one, okay? You know, come on. I mean, but however, please don't think that that person is some god or they just have this great, perfect life or mm-hmm. no. And I teach my kids that every day. That yeah. no. That I want you to, to be happy with you. What do you need? What do you want for you? Right. What, what makes you feel you know, um, spectacular or gives you a sense of being or makes you at peace. I, for living advantage, what, what the overall goal is for when we, have, when we service our clients, when we service our kids, when we service our adults, when they wake up in the morning, we want them to, to, to like, whatever challenge they have or that, that, you know, sometimes people feel that moment of despair, but we want them to know when they wake up that 
living advantage will take care of it. Living advantage will be there. If I need, if I really get in a tight spot, all I got to do is hit living advantage up, and we'll get through it together. That's yeah. what the whole point of what we're about. Yeah. And that's important, uh, especially when that's, you're in the foster youth system. Yes. Yes. Especially when you don't have support from your biological parents. And obviously, if you're in a foster care, that means you really don't have that that unconditional support. You don't have that unconditional love. Because mm-hmm. if you did, you wouldn't be in the foster care system. So mm-hmm. we are that unconditional love. We're that unconditional support that you can count on others. You can count on a hooker clip that if, if if you're not having a great day, if you get stuck with something that is not really you know, appealing, guess what? Mm-hmm. We'll be there. If you're having a great day, you're graduating from college, and you guess what? We'll be there. That's Pamela, does it, does it take a lot to build up that trust so that they can call you like that? Surprising, surprising enough, it really doesn't. It just, okay. Living Advantage is so good at it. That you know, I'm gonna be on my background is real estate investment. My background is making money, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm doing this because, especially, we're alternative. We are, we are alternative. We are not traditional. We don't fall into all the funding streams that wherever you know. You see some of these organizations; they get millions of dollars. We don't fall into that category. But I know mm-hmm. what we do work, and I'm doing this because. We're good at it. We literally can. We we've had a workshop, a four-hour workshop where uh, this is. How I know we're good. A, a, a young kid. He he wasn't even our high schooler. He was a young like junior high, like eighth ninth grader, and he came in with this five chips on both shoulders, and he was not. He didn't want to be there, and oh, he wasn't into it at all. Was just disruptive. He he came in as a group home. They had. Um, they had one staff just for him. That's how bad this guy was. That's how wow. defiant this guy was. Do you know by the end of it, he was all into it. He was <laughs> asking questions. He was the one helping the young ladies. He was he was the best student we've ever had. So it, it's really, they need to know that this exists and that, that there is this opportunity for them. They they can be whoever they want to be. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But, but you know what I mean? Yeah, but they also need that person there that believes in them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So Pamela, uh what what do you see next for uh living advantage and what you're doing for uh the foster youth in our community? What I see is that we're getting about five million bucks. All right. We're gonna be able to service as many kids that walk through our door because we unfortunately sometimes we just don't have the manpower or the other revenue to service them. Mm-hmm. That they're coming through our doors and we're able to, to, to service them. We see all of our partnerships, uh, USC, like I said, some of the people have named you know, we see we see Living Advantage on the billboards. We see us, you know, on the uh, you know PSAs on TVs and on the radio, just talking about this, talking about how we're going to be able to help the community and build on that. Yeah, that's what we we'll see it, in the next year. Um, what about? Uh, I I know the foster care system is, you know, like you're talking about. There's so many um, systems that you have to go through to uh, make changes. Um, what are some ways that we as a community can advocate for our foster youth here? I always say get with the organization that you like, that, 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 you know, that, that get with the organization that you like and start supporting them. That is the, that's the best way you can do it. If there's some, if there's um, somebody that you really, really like that um, supports you, that that supports the the um the ideas that you like that's who you need to get with just get with the organization i don't ever you know uh, you know yes you can be a foster parent or yes you can adopt but that comes with a whole lot of other just you know it's tough it's a tough yeah. 
tough order to 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 to, to hold. So right. get with the organization that that you you know I've researched, you checked out, you know that they're doing the work that needs to be done, and just and it and it's literally an hour a week, and you know a couple of hours a month. You know, support them, contribute to them. You know, um, uh, contribute to them with your time, contribute to them with your money, with your ideas, with your expertise, and just get with them. You know, um, right. that's what I always suggest. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Uh, give us the rundown that we can attend <laughs> the intro to Robo at USC. Yes, April the 21st. It's on a Friday. Uh, be there. 10 o'clock to 3 o'clock. We're going to have so much fun, entertainment, celebrities, the kids. The kids are there. That's, of course, my favorite part, watching mm -hmm. them just really have a good time. Come get some can cotton candy and some popcorn. <laughs> you know, and uh, give us a call, 323-731-6471. And as Ms. Fern said, you know, livingadvantageinc.org. Uh, Executive Director of Living Advantage, Inc. Thank you so much, Pamela Clay. All righty. Thank you, LaFern. Thank you, everybody. Have a good day. ESPN LA 710. Living Advantage, Inc.'s mission is to utilize innovative technology, social networking, and media to reduce unemployment, homelessness, and incarceration for foster youth. They offer continuous support for their education, career, housing, and wellness needs. But they also provide the financial and independent living skills necessary for the self-sufficiency that will further the foster care youth success in having a better quality life upon aging out of the foster care system. Intro to Robo. April 25th at the Galen Center, at the USC Galen Center. And for more information, log on to livingadvantageinc.org. I'm Laferne Cusack, and this is ESPN LA, The Experience. Thank you so much for joining me. If you want more information on the show, please log on to ESPNLA.com and go to the Experience page. Uh, check out some more podcasts and or check me out on Twitter at Lafern Cusack. Thanks again. I'll see you next week here on ESPN LA 710. ESPN LA 710.